So today's daf is Samach Aleph in Pesachim. We're going to start on Samach Amud Bet with the wide lines. Now this is kind of in the middle of a discussion, uh, which the previous Mishnah that we didn't meet yesterday, but the previous Mishnah was talking about um, the idea of the korban being has to be l'shem korban when the when the avodot when the services of the korban are performed they have to be done uh, with the proper intent it has to be done l'shem pesach and there are two different kavanot that are uh, in any korban one is one is l'shem azevach which means it has to be for the sake of the right type of a korban and the other one is called l'shem abalim which means it has to be for the sake of the people who own the korban and are getting credit for the korban. That's always true with all all korbanot, and we learned about that in Masechet Zvachim, in the very very beginning of Masechet Zvachim. That's what it talks about. Now, they asked the following question, and this is towards the end of the first wide line at the bottom of Samech Amud Bet Ibai Lo Pesach Shechato B'Shar Yomot Hashana B'Shinui Baalim Mau. Now the rule is that. If a person um, has a korban pesach that was uh, a, an animal that was designated as a as a korban pesach, and he slaughters it the rest of the year, in other words, he doesn't wait for the time of erev pesach to slaughter it. He doesn't make it as a korban pesach in the proper time, which would be an erev pesach after the you know in the afternoon. But he slaughters it ahead of time, or it gets left over. He slaughters it afterwards. It automatically will revert to being a korban shlamim because in a way. Uh, korban Pesach is like a type of Korban Shlamim. It's a Korban that's mostly eaten by the owners and so on. So we'll have the status of a Korban Shlamim if he has intent um, to uh, uh, to have it. You know, he doesn't have the intent to sacrifice it as a Pesach. He sacrifices it uh, outside of the uh, of the proper time frame for the Korban Pesach. Okay, so the question is, what if the person slaughters it? He doesn't say... That this is a uh, that this is uh, that I'm changing the type of korban that I'm bringing. He says I'm changing the people for whom I'm bringing the korban. Now, in normally, if you have a korban pesach and you slaughter the korban pesach with the intent for the wrong recipients, it becomes totally pasul. That is the general rule. That's a unique thing in a korban chatat and korban pesach become totally pasul. Now, the question is, what if you're slaughtering it? It's not the right time anyway. It's not the right time. So normally, if you changed it from being a korban pesach to something else, and the other time, any other time of the year, um, it would be uh, it would become a korban shelamim because you changed the status of it. But here, the question is, what happens if you change? You didn't change the status of it. You changed the identity of the owners. You thought it was Reuven instead of Shimon or whatever. So it, so Rashi says that uh, okay so uh, let's see let's see what the what the answer is the question is what would happen in the question like in a situation like that because if you changed it from a korban pesach to a korban shilamim normally it would be okay the rest of the year if you slaughter a korban pesach not at the right time uh, it, it automatically reverts to being korban shilamim what about here if you change the identity of the people so it says. Uh, do we say that just like if you change the status of the Korban from Korban Pesach to Korban Shlamim it becomes Kasher as a Korban Shlamim and therefore it should also be Kasher here if you change the owners in other words it's a change um, that uh, will will make it kasher for the uh, for the person to now have it as a korban of some other sort or do we say uh, no uh, or, low, or it won't work Okay, so the question, so now let's see what the answers are and we'll better understand what the two issues are. Amar Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, Amrita Lishmata Kamed Rava, Ho'il Vishinui Kodesh, Poslo Bizmano, Vishinui Balim, Poslo Bizmano. So I said this over to Rava. 
and the and the, the following reasoning. Since Shinui Kodesh poslo bismano, if you come with the korban pesach on the right time, in other words, the afternoon of, of erev pesach, you come with the korban pesach and you slaughter it for the sake of the wrong type of korban, right? Or you come and you slaughter it for the wrong people. Either one poslo, right? Bismano, it's going to make it pasul. Ma Shinui Kodesh poslo bismano machshol achazmano. So just like we know that if a person takes a Korban Pesach, in other words, anything that would make the Korban Pesach pasul when you're bringing it at the correct time, would redeem the Korban Pesach and make it okay if you're doing it at the wrong time. Because if you slaughter the Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan in the afternoon, but you have in mind for it to be a Korban Shlamim, you would negate its being a Korban Pesach and you would ruin it. So too, if you thought that you were making it for Uvein instead of Shimon, you would negate the Korban Pesach. However, if you slaughter the Korban Pesach a week later, in other words, you missed the time of, of Pesach, but you still have this Korban that was designated for Korban Pesach and you slaughter it, L'Shem Shlamim, now it becomes Kasher. It's Kasher as a Shlamim. So, so too, if I change it and I don't say it's a Shlamim, I just say this is for Uvein instead of Shimon, should also become automatically kosher because anything that would have made it pasul at the right time will change its status when you're doing it at a different time. Famarli and Rafa said to me, Lo, not right. If you tell me, we turn to He says there are factors in, a, in, a, uh, in having the wrong type of korban that are more powerful than. Uh, than changing the identity of the owner. For example, when it comes to Shinui Kodesh, changing the type of korban, pesulo begufo, it's something that relates to the korban itself, not to the owners. And yeshno barba avodot, if you have that wrong intention in any one of the four services of the korban, which are shechita and kabbalah, the slaughtering, the receiving of the blood, the holacha, the walking of the blood, the zuika, the throwing of the blood in the altar. If at any time you had that change of identity of the korban, you would invalidate the whole korban. And not only that, but if somebody dies and leaves a korban, uh, the the inher- the heirs to that korban, let's say it's a korban shlamim, still have. Rashi says, if he dies, so it says that uh, that if the person passes away not having brought his korban, and so the son has to bring it, and instead of bringing a shlamim, he brings it as some other korban. Now he's now the estate of the of the deceased is required to make up for that korban. In other words, there's still an idea of doing it l'shem the proper korban even after the owner, the original owner, died. And you also have the concept of um, having the proper. Uh, having the proper identity of the korban in mind when it comes to a communal korban, just when it comes to an individual korban. All of these factors are per, are very general. They apply broadly. The idea of having the right the right identity of the korban in mind is a very significant concept. However, on the other hand, when it comes to shinui ba'alim, the end pesulo first of all, it doesn't relate to the body of the korban, but it relates to the people. And it only works at certain times. When it comes to the the uh, Korban Pesach, what defines the Korban Pesach is the moment of Shechita. All other Korbanot, what defines them is the moment of Zrika. 
Okay, so we have to, so with Korban Pesach, it's unique that it's the time of Shechita, but the point is only one Avodah determines whether it's associated with the owners or not. It's not something that you have to have in mind in every one of the steps of the Avodah. Similarly, after the person dies, there's no more idea of Shinui Balim. The person who's now bringing it is the son of the original owner. He doesn't have to have in mind for his father. Uh, his father's already passed away. He doesn't have to bring it on behalf of the father. And there's no concept In other words, there's no concept in the um when you bring in a korban uh, that's a, a communal korban that you have to have in mind for each and every Jew you just have in mind that it's being done for the community there's no individual ba'alim that are involved there that you have to have in mind so therefore you see that the idea of shinui ba'alim is more limited in its impact and more limited in its significance and application than Shinui Kodesh, than changing the identity of the Korban itself. And that being the case, therefore, what do you see? So, uh, even though two of these comparisons are not exactly true, there are still two that are true. What does that mean? Because Really, truthfully, any invalidation that comes from thought is not really pisulo begufo. It's not really a physical, whether you have the wrong identity of the korban in mind or you have the wrong owner of the korban in mind, both of them are just thoughts. So it's not like one is really in the body of the korban and one is not. They're both in the mind of the person. Also, the issue of whether you're supposed to have in mind for the deceased when you bring a korban on behalf of the deceased, meaning if the person died and he wasn't able to bring the korban and now the son brings it, whether he has to have in mind for the original owners, even though they're deceased, that itself is also a question that's debated. So, okay, there's one opinion that says that you do have to have it in mind. The point is that, so those two issues, we can let go of them, but still we have the valid point that, the, uh, that the, I, having the identity of the korban in mind, number one, and having the... Uh, and having, you know, that, that that is, that that applies to communal korbanot as well as individual korbanot. And it applies to every one of the four avodot, as opposed to having the owners in mind that only applies to one of the four avodot and is also something which doesn't apply to the uh, to communal korbanot. So but we have we have two adv- strengths in changing the identity of the korban over changing the owners of the korban. Okay, so therefore what? So there's two of them, two of these points are relevant that they make it to He says, no, it's the other way around. See, all, when, when you change the identity of a Korban Pesach, you bring the Korban Pesach after Pesach, it will become a Shlamim. Okay, you, but if you bring the Korban Pesach after Pesach with, for a different owner, it will just make it completely invalid. Just like, because it doesn't have the same impact. It won't reassign the Korban Pesach to a new, uh, status. It will just change the owners, and therefore, just like if you brought that Korban Pesach on the actual day of Erev Pesach, and you did it for the wrong people, it will become Pasul. Even after Pesach, it will become Pasul. The only way you can save that Korban Pesach is if you change the status, the type of Korban that you're bringing it as, that it becomes a Korban Shilamim instead of a uh, instead of a korban uh, uh, pesach, but if you just try to change the owners, it's going to make it pasul. It's not going to change the identity of the korban pesach into a shlamim. Okay, so that is the um, that's the conclusion. Now the Mishnah says shechato shelola ochlav veshelolem nuyav la'arim v'letmeim pasul. If you slaughter the korban pesach, and again we see that here you have a concept that the people for whom that that first of all the defining moment is the shechita of the korban pesach. Normally in korbanot it's the zrika. 
It's a throwing of the blood that's the defining moment of any korban. But with korban Pesach, it's unique that what is def- when we define the owners of the korban, it's at the moment of shechita. That's a special concept in korban Pesach. Now, if you slaughtered it, shelole ochlav, not for people who can eat it, okay? Meaning that people are not uh, eligible to eat it, okay? Or shelolem nuyav, for people who are not signed up for that korban Pesach, because each korban Pesach had people that they had to sign up in advance, called menuyav, and, or you did it for people who are uncircumcised or or for impure people pasul okay what have you slaughtered it for some people who were able so to eat and some were not only for the, the whole thing well, if it's only see we, the, Mishnah, the Mishnah started with a clause that's saying where you only thought about arelim you only thought about you only thought about so then it's totally pasul then it's, now it's going to talk about where it's mixed, oh. right? So you had lamu, if you had limnu you, you added some people. There was group A, and you had a few people in mind that you had that weren't in it, right? Some people that could eat it, some people that can't. You have a mix, right? People who are circumcised, aren't circumcised, pure and impure, right? So then it's kasher. Why? Because there are at least some people that you slaughtered it for that can actually eat it. So right? one of them and is kosher, the whole thing is kosher. Uh, the korban is kosher. Yes. Meaning it doesn't matter that you had in mind also additionally people who are pasul. As long as you had some people that were kosher in mind, the korban is not going to be... You can't say the korban is half uh, pasul. So it's not going to be pasul because for the people that you had in mind that were good, it's good. <laughs> but if you slaughter it before chatzot of the day, it is pasul because that's when the mitzvah starts. It's starting from chatzot. Ben Arbaim. Right, because it says it has to be ben arbaim. It has to be in the afternoon. However, shechatuk kodim tamid. If you brought, uh, slaughtered it before the tamid of the afternoon, now normally you're supposed to slaughter it after the tamid of the afternoon, like we learned. That's the unique thing of korban pesach. It's supposed to be after the korban tamid of the afternoon. Okay, but so you did it. Let's say they they're doing the korban tamid of the afternoon at one thirty. They're starting it right. You did it at one fifteen. So it was it was after it was considered afternoon, but it wasn't after the korban pesach. So it wasn't <coughs> after the korban tamid. Rather, so what do you do? It's kasher. Says that if you slaughtered the korban pesach, you thought that the korban tamid of the afternoon was done already. So you went and slaughtered the korban pesach, then you realize that it wasn't done yet. So you have somebody stir the blood of your korban pesach, meaning so it doesn't become uh, uh, coagulated, right? Right, and and then and then you uh, throw the blood after the korban. Uh, tamid is done. Even if you did it, though, the fact is that even if you threw the blood before the korban tamid of the afternoon, it's not pasul. Your korban will not be pasul because you did it at the right time. Even though you didn't follow the right procedure, you were supposed to wait for the korban tamid of the afternoon. You didn't, but that doesn't make your korban pasul. So basically, it, these are different circumstances in which the shechita of the korban can have an effect on the kashrut of the korban. If you do the shechita for invalid people, totally invalid, the korban will be invalid. If you do it for some people who are valid, even if you add some invalid people, it will not invalidate the korban. Okay? <laughs> it, usually it's a kohen. But it doesn't have to be. Okay? He, shechita he, a korban he, can he, be done he by knows, He knows 24 people that the minuyah, what he say? He just says for the group A, whatever. Uh, you know, I don't think he has to know all the people. I, I, mean, I don't <laughs> But if he adds people in mind, or if they had people, if they told them certain people, or I don't know how it would work. But, and, and anyway, in the early days, a lot of times people would do their own shechita. It was only the, from then on that the Kohanim took over. You're allowed to do a shechita of a korban. You're just not allowed to do the rest of it. So the rest of the blood and the spilling. The Kohanim did that yeah. part. Yeah. Okay. So now, Tanu Rabbanan, Ketzad Shelo Ochlav. What does it mean for people who can't eat it? Leshum shum zaken. When it says ochlav and och and not ochlav, people who eat it and don't eat it, it's talking about elderly people or sick people that they can't eat a kazayit, meaning people that wouldn't be able to physically eat it. That's what it means ochlav, 
right? So the people who could not eat a kazayit of meat. Ketzat shelo limriyav. What does it mean? People who are not who are not signed up. Yeah, but that just that doesn't matter. So they are pator, but you 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 can't slaughter the korban only for people who are not able to do it. So then the korban's invalid. It's not about them. They're okay. You know, it's about the korban. It's about the korban. Yeah. So now, so ketzat shelo limriyav. So what, what, what does it mean? So let's say if you have an elderly person, so invite them over to a Korban Pesach that has also people that can eat, so then it'll be okay. That's the idea, right? So now, says, what does it mean people that are not signed up? That means if the person is in one group, uh, in other words, this Korban was for one group and he had in mind for a different group. That would be the simplest case. In other words, he said there's the, 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 the Goldstein uh, Korban Pesach and there was the Rubinstein and he mixed it up, okay? Let's, uh, right, he flipped it around. Right, so Minah Nami, where did we get this from? The Tanur Rabbanan b'mechsat, mechsat actually means the number, right? B'mechsat nefashot, tachos walas. It says that they have to count, they have to sign up. So what it says in the pasuk that they have to sign up by the number of people. Melamed she'ena pesach nishchat elam nugav, which means that you can only slaughter the korban pesach for those who are uh, a, who have signed up for it. Yechol shechatosh elam nugav. No, no, they have to sign up for it. No, it could be children too. Yes, of course. Okay. I don't know yeah. what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Mixad yeah, yeah. is number. It's like power. Yeah. So they so the thing is that um <clears throat> that if you have uh if you have people that they so the question is you know, the the, the Rambam and Ranabuchim explains that the reason is because since there's an idea of chipazon of rushing uh, when you eat the korban pesach, it's supposed to be done quickly. It's supposed to be done before, you know, as early as possible. So therefore, you don't want to have that. You don't know who's coming over, right? So the Torah said, make sure that everyone is signed up in advance. You know who's coming and so on. Anyway, so it says, it's it, about meal. yeah. So well, that's the other. That's the opposite. That's when you wait around. Uncle so and so's coming. Maybe this guy's coming. I don't know who's coming. Yeah. So it does not be like that. So anyway, it says So maybe you'll think that if you slaughter it for people who are not signed up for the korban pesach, it's okay. It's kasher. It's just that you weren't supposed to do that, but it's kasher. Right. So it says it says it twice. No. No, they have to be signed up. It's two issues. One issue is if you slaughter it. For people who are not signed up, it is pasul. Yes. Unless it's a mix. If it's a mix of people who are, uh, are signed up and they added a few people that were not in their mind, then it will not be pasul, but those people can't eat from it. They cannot eat. No, no, no. Yeah, they have to be signed up, yeah. So, it says it twice. The Torah mentions it twice to say it's me'akev. In other words, if you don't have a sign up in advance, it won't work. Okay, so there's no paying at the door. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Lashon Sursi. This is actually Lashon Sursi, this is actually Aramaic language. Um, the word kos means shachot. It means, it means lishchot. So it means in, in Aramaic, lachos is to slaughter. So therefore it's saying that what it means, tachosu alaseh, it means, kadam sheomer lechavero, kos litaleze, please slaughter for me this sheep. Okay, meaning to say, this is not really a difference in halakha. He's not, he's not distinguishing, he's not making a different opinion. He's just saying that the word doesn't, yeah, we, we think the word, the shot of the word is that it means to count. Everyone has to be counted. He's saying, no, it means that it has to be like, you know, it has to be slaughtered on, for those people. But they're saying the same concept. He's just saying that it doesn't mean number, it means slaughter. But either way, the, the way he learns the pasuk doesn't matter so much. What matters is that everyone agrees it's necessary for signing in, you know, signing up in advance necessary. So now it says, so we know that uh, a person has to be signed up in advance. How do you know that he has to be able to eat the korban? Where do you get the idea that it should, should, we said before that if someone who can't eat it, 
If you have in mind only people that can't eat it, eat it, then it won't be uh, it won't be good. So Minala, where do we get that from? Right? It says each person signs up according to his ability to eat. Right, so I now that that normally would mean like let's say a guy wants to eat a nice big piece, so he's saying you know save me ten portions, I'm going to pay for ten portions. I want a lot. Another guy says less. That's the you know that that would seem to mean what it what it means, but it's saying if a person cannot even eat a kazait, so they can't sign up for the korban pesach if they can't even eat a kazait. Now, now it says it You see that there's a connection between those who can eat and those who are signed up. That you have just like it's only those who are signed up. Also, only those who are able to eat a kazayit are allowed to be signed up on the korban. Now we get to a, a little bit of a complicated uh, scenario, which is We turn to Amud This is now the way that Rashi interprets this. It's not the way that all the Rishonim interpret, but the way that Rashi and Tosafot interpret this is what it means is that when you slaughter, we said before that slaughtering is usually the moment of truth for Korban Pesach. When do we define to whom the Korban belongs? At the moment of the slaughtering. When do we define the Kavana of the uh, person bringing the Korban? At the time of slaughtering. So if the person slaughters it, so when he slaughtered the uh, uh, the, the korban is thinking, I am going to, uh, I'm going to uh, give this to those who are signed up for it. However, when I throw the blood, I'm going to count it for all the arelim. I want all of the people who are uncircumcised, right, or people who are, uh, you know, regardless of whether they're counted on this korban or not. She says, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. In other words, the guy wants right. to be very liberal. He says, look, and I feel bad for these arelim. Right, I know, but I'm saying this guy's. he says, I want to be very liberal. So okay. I'm doing, when I do the shechita, I know it's only for the people who are signed up and who are have a brit milah. <laughs> but when I throw the blood, I'm going to have in mind all the arelim that they cover for them also that they have a, Right, but I'm just trying to imagine what the case would be, right? So that's a, that's a question. It's, it's a, that's what it's talking about. He's thinking that. So at the time, now, now in Korban Pesach, the owners of the Korban are defined at the moment of Shechita. So it's saying he, at the moment of Shechita, he said, I'm doing this for the people who have circumcised, but I'm also having in mind that when I do the blood, he, he had this thought when he was doing the Shechita, when I throw the blood, it's also going to be in the name of all of the Arelim that I want to save them from their, whatever. He's, he, right, so now he... He says, or Rav Chizdamar Pasul. Rav Chizda says, that's no good. Why? Because even though your thought was that you're going to, that, that's this, about the Zrika, you thought that when you were doing the Shechita. <laughs> so that's no good. Because any thought you have during the Shechita is, is effective. Almost like Pigul. Similar, yeah, but not exactly. But Rav Chizdamar, so Rav Chizda says, Pasul. Rav Amar Kasher. Rav says, no, because you thought about the Zrika being for the, for, for, for the uncircumcised. Zrika doesn't mean anything when it comes to Korban Pesach. So, so we don't care about that. Even though you thought about it when you're doing the Shechita, but you thought yeah. about something related to the Zrika, the Zrika is not relevant in the Korban Pesach. So you're okay, says Rabbi. Now, Rav Chizda, Mar Pasul, Yesh Machshavet Arayim Bezrika. So Rav Chizda says, no, that since there's the, the Machshavet, meaning Machshavet Arayim Bezrika has an effect. Having the, in mind that Arayim are going to be involved, even though you're thought was related to the zrika of the blood, the throwing of the blood, still will have an effect. However, he says that there's no relevance. Rabbah says that the fact that you had uh, some kind of thought about the zrika uh, will not <coughs> invalidate the Korban. says, Where do I get this from? Now he's going to quote a little bit of a lengthy brighta, but we'll get to the point. Maybe you'll think that if you had, let's say, a group, you have group A, Goldstein family. Okay? Goldstein family. One of the... I don't want... I don't want no, but I don't want to say that for a very specific reason because of what's going to say now. One of them is Arel. 
okay. We don't want that. Right? So now, <laughs> one of them has no circumcision. So what happens? So you had in mind for all of the Goldstein, 99 of them, but one of them has a, no Brit Milah. So what happens to the rest of them? Right? You'll say... Maybe that now the whole thing is pasul because one of the people on the list, he was pasul. Right, like when you have a dude and you have a deem and they're all one group, even right. one of them is pasul, the whole thing is ruined. Right, so yeah. What? No, no, we're talking about someone who has a mitzvah of Brit Milah. We're talking about an adult. You're not making Korban Pesach for five days old. How is he going to eat a Korban Pesach? My brother, we learned that mix is okay. But that's, this is the brighter we're learning it from though. You have to, you know, so the, they're saying you might have thought that if you have a group that there's one person in there that's uh, Arel, yeah. it's going to ruin the whole thing. Now, obviously, that Arel is not allowed to eat from there. And if you made a Korban Pesach that was only for Arelim, it's no good. But how do you know if the guy's one Arel in the group? Right? So it says, Vedinu, ho'il ve'orla poselet vetuma poselet. So since orla is poselet, meaning having his uncircumcision and having tum'ah is also a cause, cause of invalidation, ma tum'ah lo asaba miktat tum'ah kechol tum'ah, av orla lo asaba miktat orla kechol orla. Maybe you'll say the same thing with tum'ah. In other words, if you have a person who's tamay in the family and they were included yeah. in the list, it doesn't make the whole thing uh, ruined that, because most of the people were tahor. So, okay, one person was tamay, they won't be able to eat from the korban, but uh, it doesn't ruin korban. it, right? So, or we could go the other way. You could say, no, it goes the other way. Orla, uncircumcision with korban Pesach is a source of invalidation. And zman is posel. Zman means when you slaughter the korban, that's pigul he's talking about. That what you had in mind that you're going to eat the korban or offer it at the wrong time. When you were, do, when you were doing the avodah, you thought that. So, mazman, asaba miktzat zman, kechol zman. There, even if you thought to yourself, I'm going to eat just a kazayit of this during cholamoed. That's called pigul. When you're doing the avodah, if the Kohen thinks he's going to eat the korban, it's going to be eaten or the service is going to be completed at the wrong time. That's called pigul, the whole less thing. Than whole than thing because pigul. Less than kazayid wouldn't, wouldn't make an impact. But if he thinks, I'm going to save a kazayid of this meat for cholam moed, I'm going to eat. So that will make the whole thing becomes pigul pasul. Right? What? You have to finish everything at night. I know, but the, the idea of pigul is at the time you brought the korban, you thought... I'm going to eat it or complete the Avodah at the wrong time. Right? So you thought that when you were doing the Avodah, not what you actually did. What you actually do afterwards is different. Must be his own Pesach. Right, it would have to be. Well, no, no. He could think that I'm going to, I'm going to, part of this is going to be safe for afterwards. He could make it possible for them too. Why is not his to do I don't know why he would do that, but he technically, they could sue him in court for their money back, but but he could do it. Yeah. So the thing is, if if you think when you're bringing a Korban that you're going to do something, but, but you have to think it at the time you're doing the Avodah. If you already did the Korban and then you decide to leave it over, that's a different thing. You're not supposed to. Like you said, you're supposed to finish it. But he's thinking at the time that he did it, I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, I'm going I'm to eat this, I'm going to leave this over, whatever. So even if you thought that about a Kazayit, the whole thing becomes Pasul. Okay, so now, Af Orla, Asaba Orla, So maybe we'll say the same thing. This group has one person who has Orla. Maybe it makes the whole thing Pasul. Right. What? How, how can people Don't worry that? about that right now. Okay, <laughs> we, we, we have to, we're, we're, get, we're interrupting just one one piece. Okay, so let's see to whom we can compare it. And here it's obvious because he had a group in mind. The group has one person with Arel, so it was included in the thoughts. In other words, he had the group in mind. It's twenty people. One of them has is Arel, so he didn't. <laughs> it's like if you have witnesses. 
Yeah, you say I'm gonna have twenty witnesses on the ketubah. One of them is uh, is is the co- is the cousin. One of them is the brother. Okay, so uh, yeah, so same thing. So no, no, right? Yeah, and you say to them, all of you are edim. It ruins the whole thing, right? Let's compare something which is not in, uh, applicable to all korbanot to something something that's specific to Pesach with something that's specific to Pesach. We shouldn't use pigul as an example. Pigul is something that's a generic concept, applies to every korban that there is. If the, if the <laughs> Kohen has in mind that he's going to do the avodah or eat the korban after the designated time, that makes the korban pasul in every korban. It doesn't matter what, it's something universal. Whereas here we're talking about where the shechita can't be done having in mind for somebody who is, a, who is uncircumcised, or it can't be done having in mind for someone who is tamay. That's, you, you don't find that in any other uh, korban. There's no such concept of that in any other korban. That's what we should compare it to. So just like if you you had in mind for Tamei Torim, you had in mind for the Goldstein family, and somebody in there is Tamei, it doesn't make the whole thing Pasul. So, so too, if you had in mind for Goldstein family and one of them is Zarel, it's not going to make the, it Pasul. But we could argue the other way. Maybe we don't want to use the example of Tum'ah. You know why? Because the example of Tum'ah has one leniency that the Gemara always brings up, which is that in a case where the majority of the community is Tamei, majority of Kohanim are Tamei, they're allowed to serve. So it's a little bit lenient. Like once in a while, we bend the rules for Avtumah. We never bend the rules of, uh, of uh, uh, circumcision. We never re- bend the rules of Pigul. So maybe we should compare Pigul to circumcision and say, just like Pigul, if you have in mind even a kazayit of it, that you're going to misuse it, it ruins the whole korban. Also with Arel, if there's even one person in the group that is uh, yeah. uh, not circumcised, it should make the whole thing pasul. So therefore, Talmud Lomar, the pasuk says, Zot. Okay, it says the word Zot, Zot Chukata Pasach, okay? It says, the word Zot teaches you this, meaning, what? My Zot, If you tell me that what that Pasuk Zot means, that only if everybody in the group is uncircumcised is the Korban Pasul, but if a little bit, then it's okay. There's another Pasuk that we learned that from, which is, it says, when it talks about, it says, V'chol Arel lo yochalbo. Right? V'chol arel means only if everybody is an arel. But if one person, then it's okay. If one person in the group, he's not allowed to eat from the korban, but it won't make the korban pasul. So with that's v'chol arel lo yochalbo. Right? This is what the brighter should actually say. Not the pasuk v'zot. Talmud lomar v'chol arel. Really, the pasuk that the brighter should have ended with is v'chol arel lo yochalbo. Kula arela. Yeah, well, yeah, they asked that question. He's going to bring that up later. V'chol arel means kula orla pasla. Mekzata lo pasla. V'chol arel means that only if the whole group is arelim does it become pasul. But if only a small section or one is an arel, it won't be. V'chitei mahu adin lizurika dekula orla mi pasla. So maybe you'll go further and say, well, that's only with regard to the shechita because the shechita, the idea that the shechita of the korban defines the korban is unique to korban pesach. So maybe there we say that if only one person is an arel or part of the group is arelim, it's okay. Only if the whole group is arelim, is it not okay? But in the case of Zurika, Zurika is usually the defining moment for all other korbanot. So maybe there we'll say that the kula orla mia pasla, that if everybody in the group is an arel, it will be pasul. In other words, in the, in the shechita, we agree. If everyone is an arel in the group, it's going to be pasul. If only part of them, then it won't be. But what about in Zurika? Maybe we should at least have some standard and say that if you do the Zurika for, the, for everyone, for, no, for everyone, where everyone, the kula orla mia pasla. Tamul lamar zot, beshechita hu de kula orla mia pasla, aval Zurika. 
saying that when it comes to Shechita, if the whole group that you had in mind with the Shechita of the Korban Pesach is Arelim, so it's going to make the Korban Pasul. If only a part of the group is Arelim, it's not going to make it Pasul. During the Zrikah, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Even if you had in mind only for the Arelim, it won't matter. Right? Why are we so lenient here? regarding the throwing of the blood, that even if you say, you know what, during the Shechita you thought about everybody, but during the Zerika you only thought about those Arelim, you wanted to give them a special Zechut. I don't know what you were thinking, right? You, so it doesn't matter, right? The En Machshevet Ochlev Zerika, because the thought about the people eating is irrelevant to the throwing of the blood. That's the support of Rabbah. Rabbah is saying that you see that, uh, that whatever you think in the time of the Zerika or related to the Zerika is irrelevant. Only in the Shechita is it relevant. So when you do Shechita for purely for Arelim, for uncircumcised, right? or for a group that is purely Tamer, whatever, that will make the Korban invalid. But if you have in mind for during the Zerika or when you're doing the Shechita, you have in mind that the Zerika is going to be for that group, it has no effect, says Rabbah. The Zerika is irrelevant to the eaters of the Korban in Korban Pesach. You no longer ruin it. Once it was right. correct, and the point is that even when you're doing the Shechita, if, you, if what your thought is is about the Zerika, it won't make a difference. Right? Rav Chizda, Adar Rabbah, Rav Chizda, says, no, the opposite, the opposite. Lidach Kisa, I'm going to learn it the other way. Talmud Omar V'chol Arel, Kula or La Pasla, that if the entire group is Arelim, it'll be Pasul. I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna say Zrika is worse. Worse than Shita. Shita, we have a leniency. If part of the group is, you know, is is Arelim and part of them is not, so then we're gonna be lenient. Right? But Zrika, no. That he's going to say, no, the other way around. That if you think even of some Arelim for the Zrika, it's going to be no good. Even more strict during the Zrika, if you think that this is going to be even for one Arel during that time, it's going to make the whole thing Pasul. Why? He says, what's the stringency of Zrika? Because normally, what defines something as pigul? What defines something as invalid? It's the moment of Zrika. That's normally for every other korban. The moment of truth for the korban is the Zrika, the throwing of the blood. So that should be more strict than Shechita, not less. So Rav Chizda's argument is that when, we, when it comes to Shechita, we say that there's a leniency, that if you have in mind for half Arelim and half non-Arelim, it'll be okay. But during Zrika, even if you have in mind for half and half, it's not going to be okay. It's going to be worse. It's going to make it pasul. So therefore, when you have in mind during the Shechita, you should just think about the Shechita for the whole group. Don't think about anything the rest of the time. And don't think about during the Shechita that the, the Zrika is being done for a group that includes um, Arelim, because that will cause the, uh, the Zrika to invalidate according to Rav Chizda, according to the way that Rashi interprets. Now, Matzkivla Ravashi, Ravashi asks uh, really the question uh, 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 that, uh, that, that ra- the, ra- the doctor said. Right, they're flipping it around. There's, well, the question is whether Zrika should be more lenient here or more stringent, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how the drashot work, though. Okay. Now, now he says, right? So he said, right? He's saying exactly what you're saying, right? That kol arel. Why you're assuming kol arel means everybody to make it pasul? Everybody has to be arel. That's not what kol usually means. It usually means even if one. 
כל אחד ואחד, meaning if even one, it will be bad, right, that even the smallest amount should make it פסול, right, so it says no, it's the other, really, what it means is that if we just had the word בכל ערל, you would have thought the opposite, you would have thought that if there's even one uncircumcised in the whole group, we'll make the whole group פסול, the word וזאת comes along to tell you that no, we make an exception, we look at the whole group and we don't say that, that we don't say that, only if the whole group is ערלים do we say it's פסול, and that will apply both to the שחיטה and the זריקה, according to Ravashi, both of them. And, and he's saying that everybody agrees. Everybody agrees on that. Okay, on that principle. Nobody's disagreeing. What is the real issue between Rav Chizdan Rabbah? It's not about this, but... Because the Pasuk says that a Korban is accepted to offer... Uh, atonement for the person, for him and not somebody else. So that what he says is like this, that the issue is, does kavana about a person who is not even in the parashah of Korban Pesach have an impact? According to Rabbah, Rabbah will say that meaning if you have intent for somebody who is not a, even capable of being a participant in Korban Pesach, that's not going to invalidate your Korban Pesach when you do the throwing of the blood. We're talking about what the throwing of the blood. It's not, not going to make a difference because that's when it says, when you're talking about the throwing of the blood that, that gives them the kapara, that gives them the credit. He's saying that can only be an issue. See, in Korban Pesach, when you slaughter the Korban Pesach, there's a special idea that it has to be only for the people who are capable of eating it. And, and that's the shrita. But with the zrika, he's saying that the zrika can only create an invalidation if it's a zrika for the sake of somebody who at least has the ability to be part of the korban. But an arelim are not even included. Right? He's not even part of the, the mitzvah because he's excluded because, he has a, because he's uncircumcised. So it's not even relevant. Whereas Rav Chista says, no, since he has the opportunity, if he wanted to, to get a circumcision... Right, he could get circumcised. He could remove his, uh, his, uh, you know, his his problem. So therefore, we don't consider him totally out of the, uh, totally out of it. What? In those between, between, uh, yeah, so he could get a brick mila if he wants. Well, not, no, no, you can't. Well, you can, mi, mizmana, let, mizmana, let's not exa- let's not imagine the examples that are impossible. Let's just imagine that, right, but let's say just in the afternoon. That cannot get out of it, okay, that's die. a different story. We're not talking about that example. <laughs> We're talking about the example where the person is able to fix the situation somehow. The point that he's saying is that you can't say that Arel is irrelevant to Korban Pesach. He has a possibility, right? Rabbah saying, no, at this point he's that's irrelevant. Well, so you, th- you could think about giving it to a kangaroo. That's not going to make it pasul. A kangaroo has no connection to uh, Korban Pesach. So think the zrika is going to my pet kangaroo. So for a goy also it doesn't make any... Right, the goy, same thing. Anyone who's totally out of the pa- category, <laughs> that, that kavana has no relevance. It's a no, silly kavana. He could convert. Well, that's, yeah, uh, true, but that would, that's a totally di- that would be a totally different transformation of his identity. Right now, he's not. I'm not sure if that would be included. But let's say, but for sure... A situation of Orla where it's just a matter of removing the foreskin, that, that could be done. That doesn't require a bit din and all these other things.